Hi, I'm Ken Kessler, and welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. If you're new to this podcast, I want to start by saying thanks for joining us. If you're not new, welcome back. Either way, I'm glad you're here. Now, to avoid any confusion, I want to start off by saying there won't be any music played here. This is a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. If you're looking for music, just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. We play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October, when we play the best variety of Halloween music. This year, I've been fortunate once again to be able to talk to lots of terrific singers and musicians. And while we had great conversations about their latest Christmas music, along with other projects they've done or have on the way, we also talked about the possibility that they would be recording and releasing more Christmas music next year. Everyone did not necessarily have a Christmas project in the works. And for those that did offer at least a glimpse of something that might show up next year, I ask that you don't hold them to it. They aren't promising. They're only saying this is on their to-do list. As we all know, life happens. With all that said, here's a bunch of clips from some of this year's podcasts featuring 11 different artists who are already looking ahead to maybe more Christmas music for the 2023 holidays. We'll kick things off with an interview I did with Mike from Vista Blue back in October. And while he was pretty sure there would be something for next Christmas, he mentioned a project that he's working on for this Easter. The funny thing that we're doing right now with the Patreon is uh, on on one of our summer episodes, we said we're talking about Easter Parade. Oh, because we reviewed Holiday Inn. We're talking about Easter Parade. And um, we're like, I, I don't think I've seen Easter Parade, the movie. You know, it's like I, I had to see it, but I don't remember any of the like songs. So we went and looked and we're like laughing at all the song titles. And we're like, these song titles are pretty great. We should we should write our own songs just based on the song titles because I don't know any of these songs. I don't remember them. Uh, so we did. Of course, we launched the Patreon. And so now we are recording songs based on the Easter Parade titles. And uh, we've got five of them posted already on our Patreon. And by Easter, we'll have them all done. We'll have all the songs based on Easter Parade titles, but nothing to do with actual Irving Berlin songs, right? And uh, and we will send CDs to the people at that level on the Patreon who are at the physical media level. And they will get custom CDs of Rusty and, and my uh, Easter Parade songs that are just really funny. It's It's been a lot of fun. Uh, and in fact, one that I wrote called The Girl in the Magazine Cover, uh, we had so much fun with it that I actually stole it and sort of added, redid it a little bit for the next Vista Blue EP that's coming out later this month. So I've already, I've already stolen one of my own songs that I liked it so much. So, yeah. How do, how do people find you on Patreon? Uh, I think it's just patreon.com slash snow and South town. Snow in Southtown is the name of Mike's Christmas podcast, as well as his Patreon page. And I'll be adding links to the show notes for this episode for all of the artists that we hear from. I talked to Jane Monheit in November about the release of her new Christmas album, The Merriest, which was her second full-length Christmas album. And since there's no such thing, at least to me, as too much Christmas music, I asked her about the likelihood of another one from her, and she offered up some details about what she'd like her next Christmas album to be. Oh, I will definitely make another Christmas album one day. Definitely. It's hard, you know, It's with repertoire, it's difficult because you're limited. But, you know, the, the, I've always wanted to do something more with the old carols, you know, get more into my bluegrass side, you know, call, you know, a mandolin player, a dobro player, a fiddler, and get into some carols, you know what I mean? I've always kind of wanted to do something like that. Al Petrelli, guitarist for Trans-Siberian Orchestra, talked to me about the band's history, the legacy of Paul O'Neill, and their latest tour. 
I also asked him about some of the rumors I'd heard about possible new music. I have heard so many rumors about things that he was working on for future Trans-Siberian Orchestra projects, new Christmas music, a Mozart-related project, something about the Romanovs. Any truth to any of those? Anything that you can talk about? All of it's true, dude. He would never stop writing, you know? I mean, you know, he and his family would be brainstorming ideas, uh, uh, storylines, rock operas, you know, and just... It was like overwhelming how much information would come back at you. He's like, I got an idea. And we get in the studio and here's a track for a Romanoff record. He was like, what became the Beethoven's last night album. You know, uh, so much material hasn't been finished yet. And that's what we pretty much do the rest of the year. I mean, this tour takes a big chunk of time to get kind of up and running. And then obviously the tour itself, but not too long after we get off the road, it's back in the studio. Let's bring these to life. You know, a lot of stuff is getting closer and closer to be finished. You know, I'm going to leave that up to the O'Neill family and management to decide what happens with it. But I'm just thrilled to know that every time, you know, we get back in the studio, you know, there's a song with a rough vocal his on there. And it's like he's back in the room with us, you know. And I spent enough of my life sitting next to the man knowing, okay, well, I was well trained by him. I kind of think I know exactly what he'd be looking for here. Um, you know, I, I can't wait for the world to hear some of the, the music that they haven't heard yet because it really is beautiful and special. By the way, I got to see Trans-Siberian Orchestra on this tour, and they did perform a brand new song. Hopefully, we'll get to hear that and much more in 2023. Also in November, I talked to Grant Malloy-Smith about his new album, The Christmas Heart, and the possibility of a follow-up Christmas album. You had said when you had started work on The Christmas Heart that you were making a list of possible songs, and then you sort of whittled it down. Yeah. I can't help but ask that, even though you've just released this. Does that sort of make you think that you'll revisit Christmas music with some of these other songs? I might. Yeah. Yeah, I might. I might do another one. And uh, I don't, I, yeah, I'd have to go through the list again and find some other songs. And I'd probably, I would write some more too. Yeah. Really if you had, it. you had the, the one original that you, that's not on this album that you had mentioned earlier. Yep. So I'm, I'm sure people will be very happy to to get another one, not to give you more work to do. I know you've got the Mississippi album coming up. Is that what's next on your on your schedule? Yes, but that's going to take a while. So I'm going to do other things in, in the meantime. I'm, I have several other songs that aren't part of that big theme record that I'll that I will be releasing. So um, I, I can't just go two or three years without releasing anything. So that's the business doesn't work that way anymore. So I. Right. And I write lots of songs that aren't meant to go on a theme record. So if they merit, you know, getting released separately, then I'll, I'll do that. I, I have a couple coming up that I'll, I'll be putting out soon, but after Christmas. Any plans for a Christmas heart tour? No, not this year, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, say I might not do it next year or any, or, you know, on a future Christmas. I think it's just too much to pull together this year, but, but next year, I think but by then, I think everything will be fully opened up again. I was lucky enough to catch Rhonda Birchmore and Jack Earl on a break from their latest tour to talk about their new Christmas album, A Red Hot Swing in Christmas. And I couldn't resist asking if there might be a sequel in the works for next year. Wow. Absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah, we could get a, maybe a few uh, guest, guests, duets fun. on yeah, there as well. 
because I think just, uh, you know, this is just kind of putting our toe in the water. And as I said, we went, how many dollars have we got? Uh, we have none, but we just did. And the, the interesting thing with this, we sent off one track to the ABC uh, and you know how diabolical the music scene is in terms of, uh, you know, people getting big budgets for, for, you know, especially unknown or very, you know, small individuals. Uh, And they uh, picked it up um, uh, after listening to one track. So picked it up to distribute it, not give us hundreds of thousands of dollars, (laughs) but um, certainly uh, the belief to distribute and put it out there and and produce it and, uh, you know, market it, which is we're so grateful for. Right around the release of his new Christmas single and acapella version of Jingle Bells, I talked to Cliff Beach about recording that song, which was so different from the songs in his album from last year, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. And I also asked if there was a chance we'd get more Christmas music from him next year. Uh, I mean, it's always a possibility. I, I do love Christmas and uh, for different needs, especially for licensing. They're always asking me for different things because Christmas movies are pretty much made year-round. We know that there's going to be places like Hallmark Channel, et cetera, that are going to have uh, the meet-cute Christmas. And they do Christmas in July as well. So uh, I definitely think there's stuff that I haven't done. Definitely songs that I program uh, on the radio. I can tell you, for instance, like uh, like uh, Backdoor Santa uh, is a song that I love. I'd love to do some covers of some of those R&B classics that are like semi-known, but they're not like, you know, the first song you think of. They're not Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. Back to Santa, Rufus Thomas, I'll Be Your Santa. I mean, there's some, there's some great funk tracks that I would definitely love to, to, to do my own spin on. And, uh, and who knows, there may be also just some other, and, and you know, what I haven't done, you know, obviously coming from, from gospel and my roots is, uh, is a traditional gospel Christmas song. So I think that could definitely be something in the, the future. I don't know if it's going to be Silent Night or Joy to the World or whatever it is, but I think there's so many, there's so many. And I looked at a bunch and then I remember like at the end of the uh, recording, I thought to myself, wow, I didn't do any of those <laughs> uh, <laughs> traditional songs. I think because when I was planning it, I was like, let's do contemporary ones or artists and, and that people know. But I know like Ella Fitzgerald has a contemporary Christmas and then she also has like a traditional uh, Christmas album. And I always like the, the contemporary one better. So I think... I think you just do the music that you think is best at the time. But I, I, I could definitely see myself doing something out of the traditional canon in the future just to, I, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it was, if I had more, more tracks on, on that album, I would have added at least one. So I, I definitely think one of those is going to be in the future. I also asked Sarah Partridge if she'd thought about a Christmas music follow-up to her new Christmas album, A Partridge in a Pear Tree. I have not thought about that, but you never say never. Uh, I've learned that. Uh, it's possible because, y- you know, there. Uh, well, I was actually recently thinking maybe the next one I do is a little more of the labor of love of let's find some different stuff. You know, there's some, there's some really great existing Christmas music out there. Some of it is old and in the public domain that I hadn't heard. 
But I, I did some digging and digging, and I really found some beautiful things. And I that I might want to do that. I'm that's a possibility. You know, not, not next year, maybe not that. the year after that, but but a few years, maybe another another one. After Blaine Howard had told me how he pared down the track list for his Christmas album, Christmas in the Car, I couldn't help but ask if there was a chance we'd see some of those other songs on another Christmas album. I mean, I think it's definitely a possibility. Um, there's already, I can already think of four or five for sure that I want to do. And I've actually, I, um, a couple weeks ago, actually wrote another original Christmas song. Um, I think it needs a little bit of tweaking, but you know, as I maybe write a couple more of those as well, that can lead to getting back in the studio to record those and just get, you know, maybe three or four done at a time. But, you know, my wife loves Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, and I didn't put it on the album because I, I feel like everybody had done it and I wanted to do something different. But that's one now that, you know, now that my wife wants it, I'm going to have to go back and record that one as well, too. So and there's, you know, I would love to do a whole album that's all It'd be fun to do maybe not a whole album, but, you know, three or four more songs that are all gospel. That's just like, you know, kind of Gaither vocal band style and stuff like that, too. So there's so many other things that I feel like could be fun to do. Like I didn't get to do Run Run Rudolph either. That would be a fun one to do as well. So there's definitely songs out there that that would fit right in. Bonnie and Diane from Keith talked to me about their new Christmas single, Christmas Magic. And then I asked if their plan was still to release more Christmas music next year. It is. We're, we're going to do, I think we've decided on, we have two more original Christmas songs we're working on that will be ready next year. And then uh, we, we're going to add two more, you know, traditional songs. And, and I think we've pretty much decided on five, right, Vaughn? Five or six. It depends on how motivated we get, Ken. It may be an EP. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, it it all comes down to how rapidly we can pull them together. Mm. Um, the originals will be done pretty soon, actually, but not early enough, of course, to release this year. And uh, so we'll we know we'll have at least three originals, and then we'll we're going to do the Keith version of some cover songs as well. So that's the plan. Bob Soroy surprised us this year with a new Christmas album, Twilight, The Magic of Christmas, over a decade after his last Christmas album. And even though this was his fifth Christmas album, I still asked if there was any chance there would be another one. In 2009, I said no. And I think I stuck to my no until 2020 <laughs> when Attack Records called me. And, and then as I got into this record, it became obviously a big yes. And I started to become just really immersed in it. And I was excited about it just because I could see that this thing was going to go to a place I had never been before. And so suddenly I had this whole, I, I feel like I've elevated things to a, a level I've never been with this record. And so, so my point is, is that I'm not going to say no to that. Will there be a new Christmas album over the next two years? More than likely not. But I've already, I have plans to do some other recordings at some point uh, of some Christmas music, maybe not necessarily for the purpose of a full length record like this, but I do have things in my mind, but I am going to be doing an all original record. Probably I may start next year. It's going to be uh, pretty much all instrumental uh, going through the whole record. And it's going to be, um, if, well, if everything goes as planned, it'll be something that's sort of attached to seasons and nature and, you know, sort of the uh, cyclical years it runs through. And uh, so that'll be something that comes first. But 
I don't want to say no because I said no before and I came back and did this and I, I probably will end up doing something again. And just recently, I talked to Christine Amory and David Lons about their Christmas singles, Mary Did You Know and Silent Night Redux. And then they told me about what they've got in the works for early 2023. Well, actually, there is something that we would hope would be played all year round, but maybe particularly for Christmas, we have created our own um, version of Ave Maria. We're using the same Latin prayer, and uh, but with full orchestra and a boys choir. And this got to be one of my favorite songs oh, that yeah. David and I have created together, I think. And we just about halfway produced, finished producing it. Um, very much looking forward to this. Yeah, so we're just waiting to kind of get the nod from. It's a very famous boys choir. We won't mention it by name. We have we have a few on the radar. Um, We sent out requests, so now we're just waiting to find the right choir. And once we get them, we're going to do a recording, and we're all set to go. Hopefully, release maybe February, March. Yes. You know, it really amazes me that every single one of these artists was so kind about answering this question when really almost every one of them had just released new Christmas music. And the last thing they were probably thinking about was recording even more. I want to quickly mention a few other artists that you didn't just hear from. I talked to the guys in the band, the Stevens back in October. They're the band whose repertoire consists of songs about the works of Stephen King. While we didn't talk about Christmas music, they did have some more songs on the way that you'll probably hear on the sounds of Christmas in October when we become the sounds of Halloween. I talked to a dealer with All-Star Kid who did think there was a chance there would be more All-Star Kid holiday music on the way. She was very excited about lots of new projects that All-Star Kid has planned for 2023. Michael Brandmeier talked to me about his new Christmas single, I See an Angel, and while he wasn't sure about more Christmas music, he is working on a companion book for that song, which he hopes to have out in time for Christmas in July. And while Guy Maeda didn't think he had new Christmas music on the way, he is planning to re-release some Christmas music for next year, including some instrumental piano music and his 1990s album of Froggy Christmas, in which familiar Christmas songs are performed by frogs. While I didn't talk to Suzanne from Suzanne's band this season, she did tell me that her plan was to have a new Christmas single for next year. I probably should have checked with her again before I told you that, though. And Michael Sinatra had planned for a deluxe version of his album from last year, simply entitled Christmas, but that has been pushed back until next year, though he did release a new version of The Little Drummer Boy. Please keep in mind that none of this is set in stone. Still, I'm excited by just the possibility that some of it will actually come to be. Thanks so much for listening and for continuing to support the Sounds of Christmas station and podcast. Anytime you're ready for Christmas music, we're ready for you. Just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. You can also grab our app in the Google Play Store and take the music with you wherever you go. And as far as this podcast goes, we're now on over 30 podcasting sites. So if you didn't find us on your favorite today, just search for the Sounds of Christmas next time you go there. And I'm pretty sure you'll see our tree. Then you can subscribe and you'll never miss another episode. If you have comments or suggestions on this episode, previous episodes, or the Sounds of Christmas station, feel free to reach out to me on social media or through the website. Thanks again, and may you always believe in Santa Claus.